Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. 
Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hi, I'm Sam, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Friday Morning. I hope you all had a really good week. This week, I've been reflecting on some of my favorite self-help books. I've always been into self-help books, and I think my first self-help book was the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. I remember my grandmother buying me a book on manners called Soup Should Be Seen and Not Heard when I was around seven or eight, and I just loved it. I remember being obsessed with self-improvement, and I was amazed by the library of books by experts waiting to help me build my vocabulary, build insight, and win friends and influence people. One of my favorite books of wisdom is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Just notice how the word agreement lands for you when you compare it to the word rules. Agreement for me highlights an ongoing process, checking in with myself periodically to see if I'm still on board with it and either continue on the path, agreeing, or choose a different path. It emphasizes our choice in the matter, our agency. So I discovered his book while I was a searching undergrad and I began practicing the agreements religiously. If you haven't heard about them yet, or enough, here they are. The first one is, be impeccable with your word. The second one, don't make assumptions. The third, always do your best. And the fourth one, don't take anything personally. When I think of being impeccable with my word, I think of all that goes into that goal. One of the most helpful teachings on wise speech that I've learned is called the three gates. It's a set of questions that invites you to pause before saying something that you're unsure about to decide if it's something that you'll feel good about saying. You ask yourself, is what I'm about to say true? Is it necessary? And is it kind? And I like to throw in the bonus question, is it timely? And these questions aren't meant to be strictly adhered to, but just to provide some gentle guidance when you're conflicted about something that you get the urge to say. And I use these questions all the time. Sometimes they prevent me from blurting something out that I may find interesting, but is not necessarily kind or timely given the current direction of conversation. Stated more positively, the second agreement, don't make assumptions, means to stay open to possibilities. We're often propelled in automatic thoughts about future outcomes or reasons people act in certain ways. We can catch these assumptions and then have a conversation with them. The response I like to use is simple. It's, let's see. If my mind generates an automatic negative assumption about someone else, I'll ask myself, what else could be true? And this helps me to come up with more generous assumptions about their behavior by thinking maybe they're just having a bad day or maybe they just received some really bad news. Always doing your best can sound harsh at first. It can trigger self-critical thoughts and feelings of defeat if you feel like you're not doing enough or achieving the perfection the way you imagine it. 
But our best changes all the time, depending on our health, our life circumstances, and other factors. I often ask myself, how can I do my utmost in this moment to be fully present, to take good care of myself, to rest, and to enjoy? The last agreement, don't take anything personally, is quite a lot to unpack. I was thinking about what it means to take things personally. In essence, it means we're believing a story that our mind created about what someone has said. And when we're tired, hungry, or just in a bad mood, we're not as resilient. And it could mean that we're more likely to react or be impulsive and take things personally. We may be a bit perfectionistic when it comes to our social life, trying to suppress our worries about what people think of us. And in this case, it's helpful to remember that we're highly social creatures and a little worry about how others see us isn't terrible. Obsessing over it is another story. It's also helpful to take time to honor your efforts and appreciate the innate qualities that you have that contribute to your self-worth. By being assertive and taking care of our needs, we reinforce the importance of our self-worth and we prevent the opinions of others from dictating our actions. Finally, notice the stories your mind tells you when you're being criticized. Bring compassion to any difficult feelings that may arise and listen for needs and feelings that the other person may have but can't effectively express. So that's it for me for today. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you back here soon. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.